Welcome to Create Daily. This is an open conversation I have with people I know who create. Today we've got Richard McLean. He goes by Triple Rich. I met him on Instagram. I'm just interested in actually following through and I know with that being an interest, it's also a setback because a lot of times I'll start a bunch of things and get anxious about finishing them, even though it's maybe not humanly possible. Yeah. Um, but, you know, since we're talking about creativity, I think it is okay sometimes to start things that don't get finished because sometimes that will lead you to a bridge for your next creative standpoint. So I just, I really... I don't know if I'm supposed to be going off a prompt or anything. No, you're good. No, I just continue the conversation because I 100% agree. I've done, like I said, when we were just talking at dinner, I was doing a blog post while I was at Michigan State called a Spartans.life. Mm-hmm. And that was the like link to it. And it was kind of just me being like, you know, it's always been my goal to be at Michigan State. How do I express this like place that I'm at right now mm. for the kid that's in high school who's hoping to be at Michigan State one mm. day? Because I never got to see right, that kind of like right. viewpoint at all. And uh, I was like taking pictures while I was in class. And then I'd take pictures on a walk. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't really like meet a lot of people because I was so focused on work. Right. But if I started to meet cool people, I would have been like highlighting them. And then I got busy and ended the blog. But I feel like that did open up doors to when I was vlogging. Um, I was able to say like, okay, this is my perspective. Like mm-hmm. I haven't, since I document a lot of other people's perspectives, sometimes it's hard for me to capture mine very well. Cause right. I'm like always thinking about like, Understood. all right, what's the end goal here? Or like when you're doing client work, you're not thinking about yourself as much. But even with this podcast, I'm like, okay, let me get the opportunity to hear not only from people who I know that one inspire me or people who I know who are doing dope stuff, but then like, again, how also can I articulate what it is I'm working with? But yeah, that first question is, what do you define as creativity? If you had to sum it up, which it can't be, but like, if you had to, how would you describe creativity? I would describe creativity as the ability to connect dots. Um, And I think the beauty of creativity is most products of creativity come from already created concepts used in a different way. And it opens our mind in a different way. For example, the iPod. Completely changed music forever, all the way down to streaming in that industry. Mm -hmm. Because what it did was it took away the physical concept of having to walk around with a Walkman and turned it into pretty much having thin air and being being able to listen to music. You know, that also goes to with defining creativity, it it's almost like my definition of what I think a business is. And a business is nothing more than a solution to a problem. Yeah. So you essentially have to be creative to start a business, but creativity doesn't always have to do with art or personal expression. It can be the connecting of the dots, as we've spoken about previously, the sewer system, yeah. or even the subway system in New York where... People have to get from one place to another, and we can't have it disrupt already ongoing driving traffic. Uh, You know, connecting all these dots and putting all of these into consideration, a creative solution came about going underground, right? And it was so potent that I believe this transit system has been around for almost 100 years now, which is crazy to think that they were able to establish that with less technology than we have now. Yeah, it's come sometimes adamant when you're on it and yeah. it's going real slow. Or I was yeah. like, uh, I was trying to get on the L train back in the springtime and like 
they just didn't communicate that it wasn't running that mm-hmm. day or something. Mm-hmm. So like everybody's standing there, standing there waiting for like, and waiting. I want to say 20 minutes. And then people were just like, this isn't working. Like yeah. we're not going to get to where we need to go. But no, like that is the, I think that's a prime example. Like they found a solution to a problem. But what's crazy is like, I think a lot of people think of it more analytical versus creative. Like they'll look at businesses and say, okay, their job is to make money or their job is to do this one thing. So they don't really view it as creative or really view it as something that's that has that gray space. They think of it as black or white, but business is an art in my opinion, because there's so many different types. Because I mean, even if you think about it from the most bare bones aspect, as far as a business goes, certain acts have to be carried out and in return, money is acquired. Yep. That's almost a magic in itself where yep. I can perform a skill that will benefit you to the point that you're willing to give up some of your gold doubloons. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I don't think everyone thinks like the way I think creativity is, mm-hmm. but in, in a more general aspect, I think it's just finding a way to bridge a gap and to connect those dots and you know it goes all the way back to coming up with electricity yeah it's very creative and now now is something more creative than another no you know what i think if i can step into my my hippie shoes mm-hmm. for a second i think in a, in in a very spiritual way the ability to create is the most valuable thing we have so it's not necessarily the act of what was created, but the chance to create mm-hmm. is what I think is so important. And I think every individual having that ability and that choice being given to create something is what I think is the most important. Now, if you want to go and be more literal, obviously, with examples we've already mentioned, some ideas are clearly more potent than others oh yeah but that actually brings me to something that i wanted to get off my chest anyway i really don't think there is anything such anything as a good idea Mm -hmm. unless it turns into something tangible these are facts because uh as a creative one of the largest parts about being a creative is getting over that hump of personal confidence, being able to show something that you created and allowing the public to accept it. That's one of the biggest hurdles Mm -hmm. that you have to cross as a creative, whether it's an artist, you can be painting in the own confines of your house, but really just like, is it, does a tree make noise if, it, if no one hears it? Yeah. Are you an artist if no one gets to see your work? If it's not impacting anything. You know. And it, in any other art industry, whether it's from, we can, we can name anything. So I, I really think that the act of being able to create, circling it back, is the most important thing. But even with having that ability to create, if me and you talk about a good idea until something is produced off it, in my opinion, it's not a good idea. Because it, it, as a creative, you have good ideas every day. Oh, yeah. And especially being a New Yorker, I'm so constantly visually stimulated by new ideas. One day I want to make cowboy hats and the next day I'm ready to, you know, come up with a, a new jump rope mm-hmm. for the fitness IG community. Like, it's there's just so many different ways and different ideas that we come about because we're literally as humans we have to connect the dots that's part of our survival so 
a good idea isn't good until something comes out of it. So in that aspect, I do in that aspect think mm-hmm. one idea could be better than the other because the only good idea is the one that has a, that something that action. people can actually digest. Yeah. You know, it's it's always almost been as an artist, one of the hardest things for me is I have all these thoughts. I have all these ideas. And at first there was a fear of not being able to break it down so everyone could understand what I was putting out. That mm-hmm. was first one of the big fears of mine. But it's really like when I look at it, I look at it like music. And I think it's really cool, especially I'm a big hip hop head. So I think it's really cool how a rapper could make a very loose reference in a song. I wish I could come up with an example right now. I'd have to freestyle it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even when Drake, bad, says, bad. Drake says the Midas touch, like, right, right? He's talking about the Greek guy or that person who right. was like King Midas who had touched gold, right? Yes. Um, I think it's really cool how he could say that. And there are other people who can kind of get that pop culture reference. Yeah. So it's in the same way, I think when I've put out stuff, whether it's a painting, whether it's when I put out a music video, mm-hmm. whether it's selling vintage clothes, I'm almost always pleasantly surprised at the reception of it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say nothing stinks and I haven't put out stuff that just didn't sell because that's also a part of the learning process. I think some of my most influential business lessons have been on failures more Mm -hmm. than, you know, making a thousand dollars in a day. Like, so I kind of just take it all, take it, take it all in because experience usually comes without a win. Yeah. These are facts. Yeah. I agree. Like even touching back on the idea side, like, I feel like when someone tells me an idea, they're at negative two because on a scale of like, let's say 10 is the goal because already they think that they've done something. And right, it's like, right. you're not even on the chart not yet. Even. So once you get over the fact that you haven't really done anything and yeah. that anybody can come up with that fact, yeah. you're at negative one right. because now it's like, all right, how do you put some actions behind it? Get that on paper. Mm-hmm. So when you've got it written down on paper of what you're going to do mm-hmm. or like at least make up in your mind. I know some people aren't those to write stuff yeah. down. I haven't always been that way. Mm-hmm. I became that way because I'm like, I'll, I'll veer off to. from it and I'll be like, okay, why haven't I gotten stuff done this week? And it's like, ah, I forgot to make my list. So I'll make a quick like sticky note list. But like then that step one of like, you're actually on the radar now of working towards your idea is whatever you've done. Right. Like that's once it's been completed. Mm-hmm. So like whatever it could be, whether it's like, I want to move to Chicago and like Chicago's where I feel like I could do some cool stuff. You know, you're a negative too, because like you think you've already done that when everybody can, anybody can come up with that. Mm-hmm. Anybody can think of that. But when you start to say like, okay, well, this is how I'm going to get to Chicago. And then like, maybe your step one is I went and visited Chicago. Um, I have a friend who's interested in moving to Chicago or just a bigger city. And he's like, what I can do right now is get my stuff ready to be in those places. Mm-hmm. And then also go there and figure out who I like, like, what is it that I like about being there? 100%. What is it that I want to be able to do in that place? So hundred percent understand that too, with like the idea side of stuff and people get get so caught up on it. The next thing I kind of want to talk about is like the hype creativity. So many people are like, oh, I'm super creative because I did this. Or they'll jump on a train of like shoes are huge right now. And if you have like a dope pair of shoes, of course, you're going to be seen as more creative. What's your viewpoint on that? Like, Um, I mean, I definitely think there's generational pockets, but I think I'm a little bit 
removed from this, but I mm-hmm. definitely do see there's some type of clout that you can gain on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But see, the real funny thing about this is all this clout, clout all this Instagram competition, all of this stuff, we are really... When you're in that culture, you're really trying to impress people that you don't even care about, who don't care about you. It's almost kind of just like peacocking in a look at me type of fashion, yeah. but nothing's really getting done. And it's 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 tough sometimes to really be honest with yourself about that because Instagram is probably one of the things that if you have the app, you look at more in a day than you do your text messages. It's mm-hmm. just, it just has that addictive vibe to it. And you can get lost in that being your world if this is what you're mostly seeing, as simple as that sounds. So you do see people kind of getting caught up with trends and stuff. And I actually was grazing through this interesting article that I have to go back and read, but it was about vintage clothes. Mm -hmm. And um, a vintage clothes owner made a really cool statement, essentially saying, thrifting and vintage clothes are really the only way you can stand out and be unique in today's culture because it is such a copycat thing and all these brands are kind of going for the trendy thing and Pretty much anything Kanye West puts on, you're going to get Forever 21 and everyone else ripping it off, making a cheaper version, and everyone's going to eat it. And it's unfortunate because people bite on it because I guess everybody's trying to be relevant. So that's where the Instagram clout comes in. I not can't necessarily sit here and say I'm always complaining about it, but yeah. I definitely do think girls are showing a little more ass Mm -hmm. forgive my french on instagram these days because almost of a social pressure of it because their unfortunate idols in the industry are doing this i see a lot of girls trying to pose like kim k Mm -hmm. because of kim k yeah and i can't sit here and be a preacher and say that's right this is right this is wrong I'm just saying it is what it is. You you know where this Instagram influence is coming from. Mm-hmm. And um, who knows where it will turn because every generation faces different challenges. That's why my parents still look at me crazy. I mean, they've they started to at least understand as I got through life that shoes wasn't only something that I was crazy about, but was actually an actual industry that yeah. I could make money off, let alone live in New York City off of. So they... They get it now, but still it's kind of one of those things where I guess that for me, if I'm circling back, it kind of waters down the footwear industry now because Mm -hmm. of the hype around it. It's turned more into like a rare popularity, my shoes cost more than your outfit kind of thing to the point that you have the wrong people in it. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily the people with style and grace anymore as much as it's just a a money show. You know, I remember working at Flight Club and seeing when I was processing orders that were getting shipped out, I remember seeing orders going out for two or three pairs of shoes for $13,000. And, you know, it kind of came to me that like, hey, well, this ain't just some kid buying it off the internet. It could very well be like a prince in Arabia or something. And, 
you know, that was kind of the thing that ticked me off about the resale prices going up because it wasn't necessarily anymore about the flyest kids wearing it. Because mm-hmm. that's what it was about when we started doing it was like seeing kids older than us rocking stuff and being like, all right, this guy's got to be like the flyest guy in town. Yeah. Like, I'm next up. Now it's almost like anybody who has money and it could be mom or dad's money, let alone their money, anyone who has money is just going to walk around in a shoe and it's turned more into like a status symbol than necessarily an appreciation and love for it. But it's still a beautiful thing. I think attention always breeds success in an industry and gives people new opportunities that weren't there before. Um, With sneakers... Even though there's a lot of hype around it, mm-hmm. I take everything with a grain of salt and I realize that hype isn't for no reason. Yeah. Just like how I feel like certain things don't get overrated for no reason and certain stereotypes don't come about for no reason. This yeah. is a constant occurring yes. thing that happens and there's a reason why it's like this. So sneakers deserve a lot of credit for the hype that they've been able to engineer themselves because I sell a lot of shoes and... I really almost have been pressed to find another industry that is like sneakers where you can have such a great turnover and have so many people interested in expressing themselves differently. This is true. Cars is like that, but that's, you know, in a completely different tax bracket. Yeah. You got to have a lot to be able to be in that. That actually brings me to the next thing. How are you creative? We know shoes is one way. Mm. I found you because of something else that you do. Yeah, touch on that. What would you say that the ways you are creative are? Well, you know, going back to being consistent and the definition, I think I have just been able to connect dots in a unique way that hasn't been seen before. and, And that's my gift. I do credit my upbringing to a lot of my maybe abstract views because I've lived in, uh, my parents immigrated from Jamaica. I was born in New York. I moved to Los Angeles at three, got hit with a huge earthquake, moved to Fort Lauderdale at nine, did pretty much end of elementary, middle school and high school in Florida, graduated high school in Florida at 18, moved to Philly, did four years of college in Philly, and then moved to Brooklyn on my own after I graduated college. So I've lived in a bunch of very interesting cities on their own. And I've got a chance to really meet a bunch of people. And I think having that experience and having that wide range of understanding has enabled me to maybe look at things in a different way. So I try to always tackle something that Maybe a bit of a challenge, but something that I know I can accomplish. But in ways that I'm actually creative, I'm I'm an abstract artist. Uh, you can find my work on TripleRich.com. This guy talking to me actually is responsible for the opening video. <laughs> I'm also, I would say, creative with thrifting and, and vintage shopping. I think, once again, there is that amazing gift of connecting the dot between This is in a used clothes store, but I know there's a demand for it elsewhere. And being able to buy it and successfully sell it elsewhere while making a profit all in in the same time. Those are pretty much my two creative focuses now, but I have dabbled in music and I do still have an overall goal of starting a footwear company. But 
I'm always coming up with different business ideas and I think that's how I try to remain creative. Haven't always stuck to it, but it's almost a goal that daily I find a way to be creative. Because, you know, sometimes we work, we don't get to do what we want to do all the time, but, you know, I try to, if it's not sketch something or paint something or freestyle on my phone or come up with a business idea while talking to my uncle or a friend, I try to continue to bend my brain because I'm not there yet, but I'd have the confidence and the feeling that it's just around the corner. But it's, I remember hearing a quote where uh, a friend said, at the end of the day, all the human existence wants is a journey. And that really spoke to me because it made me appreciate sometimes why I haven't hit the million dollar idea yet. Yeah. And it's for moments like this where, you know, we meet up for dinner and talk about, man, like, how are we going to take this to the next level? And having these conversations takes us to the next point. So I'm really just trying to enjoy this journey. And I know that in the same way, I think creativity is so beautiful, especially when you as a creator stick your neck out because you will just be amazed at how many opportunities follow. Whether it's you putting out artwork and having a friend of a friend reach out and say, hey, you want to show in a gallery? Or yeah. you saying, I shoot videos. And next thing, having some B-list rapper ask for a video and it goes viral. And now you're, you know, like yeah. there's just, once you step foot on that creative path, it's just amazing how much attraction comes with it. So I, I definitely say that's probably the reason why I still appreciate living is knowing the fact that something new can be created and I love how my life every day is different because that also is just a new coin to add to that bank of knowledge of yeah. how I'm going to connect those dots eventually and, you know, make myself useful to not only a community but to the world. You talked about it a little bit before, but how do you suggest people create daily. I know it's in different industries. I don't even know if it has to necessarily be as intentional as like I'm creating right now, but like I think honestly the best way to keep creation alive is and when I say keep creation alive not as in like an industry but is in a personal mm -hmm. standpoint is to continually read up on something or digest and soak up something that you're passionate about that may have nothing to do with what you're actually working on. Because usually that's where the creative spark happens, right? You are working at a nonprofit agency, but maybe, like for me, I'll, I'll put something um, as an example. Like I, at one point working in an internship, a couple years back, I did a live painting. I don't really like to paint live. Mm -hmm. um, I think that takes away some of the magic of creating art in the first place, because I think the beauty of looking at art is trying to think about how it was made. Yeah. But I made this painting for the Children's Hospital of Harlem. And it turned out pretty cool, which I still had it, but uh, it's somebody probably bought it at an auction. It's somewhere else now. But for me, in a creative way, the way I could tie that into a concept is I love shoes and I've always been thinking about how can I start some type of nonprofit or some type of way to give back shoes to, to the youth. 
So like kind of one thing that I do is um, I sell a lot of shoes on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. But towards the end of the year, there's always some inventory that doesn't sell. Mm -hmm. So me and my business partner, we take kind of all the shoes that haven't sold and we'll give them to a Salvation Army and we'll give them to some charity. And it's always funny because... You know, we joke with each other like, dang, somebody's about to be fresh in middle school <laughs> next year. It's and that makes me feel good. That actually takes me to a point that hopefully this will be a way to tie. But I think it's and I think Instagram will be a great tool for us. But I think especially in the young black community, it is our job to stunt. Mm -hmm. To look like kings, not necessarily to show off to where it's unrealistic, but mm -hmm. to be true to ourselves and love ourselves and resonate that because that is what needs to carry over to the next generation. I think you have to stunt on the youth. That's what I tell my friends all the time in the way that the only reason I've ever wanted a Porsche or Ferrari or anything is probably because I saw big timers yeah. spinning in the cash money video in 1999 or yeah. something like that. And maybe I don't want to go the same route as they did to obtain that, but that gives me a monetary goal or a tangible goal that I can reach myself to. Even before I got here, I was looking at um, Porsches on eBay. Yeah. And I think I'm going to have to pull the trigger in a couple of years. <laughs> so I'm like, man, this is almost surreal. But I just think it's important for us to shine and to show our talents off, especially to those younger than us, because all they can do is look up and do better. Yeah. It goes all the way back to Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan was the man. Everyone would be Michael. Now guess what? LeBron James comes. Not only does LeBron James for half of his career were 23, wonder where he got that idea from. Now he's using him as his marker to set goals. And not only is he getting there, which people never thought would happen, he's breaking those goals. Yeah. And what's happening now? Now LeBron is 15 years in the league. He's going to leave soon. But you have people carrying the torch like... Kevin Durant, yeah, he's on pace to score more points than anyone, and he is has he has a couple years left in him. Well, yeah. so it's like I really believe as it is our job to personally break as many barriers as we can because the human body and the human mind is amazing. And and once you see that there's a bar to reach, the human mind and body will reach that bar and find a way to exceed it. And as going back to the example of Michael Jordan, living in that present day, seeing what he was doing, no one ever could have thought something better statistically, stylistically could come out of that. And his, his creation and his personal you know, determination to be as best as he could changed the generation for years to come. Another one, Allen Iverson, changed... And it was came down to, you know, in a weird way, connecting dots. Yeah. You know, like the crazy and most influential thing about Iverson is connected the dot between street culture and basketball. Michael Jordan, pretty much, even though he wasn't at hand, but he was the subject, he connect he connected the dot between marketing and basketball. Creativity comes down to connecting dots, and I think to create every day, the best thing you can do is read upon things that you're interested interested in, um, not with a goal in mind, but to continue to expand your mind because everyone has an idea at some point or another. And 
you can act on it if you want, but we all have this ability. No one is, I get to, because I work at, you know, Soho House, I get to deal with a lot of celebrities and the more I see them, it just brings it all to a real forefront. You know, I've seen Lady Gaga to Shaq in the last month. Like I've seen, you know, Tay Diggs giving me handshakes and Tim Hardaway Jr. on the Knicks comes and, you know, daps me up when he sees me like, and I see these faces and these glamorous people and I guess I get to see them with their hair down and stuff, but it just brings it back to me that, dang, they're no different than me and dang, whatever path we both got to, we're both in the same room right now. So that's got to mean that I'm capable of something great too. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I just, I push people to connect dots in new ways, find maybe one thing you like, if not two things you like, that might be better, uh, better uh, advice. Two things that you can definably say that you're interested in always think how you can make something come together out of those two things, whether it's pictures and shoes, whether it's video and opera, there's always going to be a way to tie at least two ideas together. So I would say keep building your interest in your ideas and you can create something. I like that a lot. That is some really good advice. This is a powerful first episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, make sure you share. Make sure you follow. Uh, it's just at Triple Rich on at Instagram. Triple, Rich. Triple like nipple. That's two P's. Triple T-R-I-P-P-L-E Rich. Straight up. Same thing with the website. T-R-I-P-P-L-E Triple Rich. You'll find my abstract work there. And uh, you can find my clothing at uh, marchgarments.com. And March stands for My Actions Radically Change History. So... Wow. That's that's so there's, there, there's there's more we can talk about on another day. Yeah, but, uh, you're definitely gonna have to come back for season yeah, two. Man. We'll do like a <laughs> status update. Well, did you buy the Porsche? And then yeah. like the idea we've been talking about all night. How has that been? Uh, how's that one come to fruition? Again, thank you guys. Uh, make sure you're always creating. And uh, I don't have a sign off. So there's that. <laughs> Create daily. Create daily.